Every summer, the world of football comes alive with transfer moves. Some are applauded, some are criticised, and some even resemble a scene straight out of a spaghetti western like The Good, The Bad and The Ugly. But because today we're venturing into a land of confusion where transfers defy all reason, get ready to scratch your head and ask, why oh why? In this video, we'll cover 10 moves or potential moves that make absolutely no sense. Starting with Kai Havertz. I mean, seriously? Arsenal must be out of their minds to shell out a whopping £65 million for a player who struggles to find the back of the net and can't hold a candle to their current forward lineup. Let's face it, his finishing skills leave a lot to be desired, and his lack of a defined position raises eyebrows. Honestly, nobody seems to have a clear idea of what kind of player Havertz actually is, and even if he's worth the £75 million that Chelsea paid for him. But here's the real question. Does Havertz bring anything substantial to the table that Arsenal's existing attackers don't already possess? I mean, seriously, would he outshine the likes of Emil Smith-Rowe, who couldn't even secure a spot in the team last season? It's doubtful. Arsenal should have focused on more pressing matters, like bolstering their defence and securing a solid central defensive midfielder. Splurging on Havertz just doesn't make sense when they have bigger fish to fry. Now, let's shift our focus to another transfer that leaves us scratching our heads in disbelief. Enter Lucas Hernandez. A player whose move raises more questions than it answers. It seems the only logical part of this transfer is PSG's desire for him because he's French. But is that reason enough to spend a hefty sum of 50 million on an injury-prone defender who has only one year left on his contract? And let's not forget he's coming off of yet another ACL injury, which adds an extra layer of uncertainty. Sure, when Lucas is fit, he's undoubtedly a top-class defender but he's been available for just over 50% of matches during his four-year stint at the Allianz Arena with Bayern Munich. With several other solid defensive options out there, PSG's decision to opt for Lucas feels like a high-stakes gamble, putting $50 million on the line. But before you hit us with a response, take a moment to carefully consider our argument as we present the next transfer on our list. Honestly, Bellingham's transfer to Madrid doesn't seem to make much sense. Firstly, for a young player like him, the desire to play as much as possible is crucial for development. However, there are some red flags surrounding his move. Madrid already signed two young midfielders with immense potential, Aurelien Chouameni and Eduardo Camavinga during the past summer's transfer windows. It's evident that these signings were made with an eye on the future. Moreover, the experienced duo of Luka Modric and Tony Cruz recently extended their contracts by another year. Considering these factors, Bellingham might find himself spending more time on the bench than he'd prefer if he were to join Madrid at this particular moment. Given the fierce competition for midfield spots, it raises questions about whether this move aligns with his aspirations of regular playing time. On the other hand, had he chosen Liverpool, he could have emerged as a pivotal figure in their midfield setup. So the decision to opt for Madrid at this stage might not be the most logical one for the young and talented Bellingham. While we understand that many of you, especially the Madridistas, may not yet see eye to eye with us on this, there's one transfer that we can all agree is quite perplexing. Ruben Neves' move to Al-Hilal. The Portuguese international is undeniably a remarkable talent in his own right. He was strongly linked with a potential move to Barcelona, for instance, but unfortunately the Spanish champions couldn't muster the necessary funds to secure his signature. There were also reports of interest from Manchester United and Liverpool. 
But considering Neves' skills and abilities as a top-tier midfielder, it's intended a shame to witness him leaving Europe for Al-Hilal. Prepare yourself because the next transfer on our list might just be the most shocking and illogical of them all. We're talking about Sandro Tonali, a talented midfielder who exemplifies loyalty, a rare trait in modern football. You'd think that a player as gifted as Tonali would be cherished and kept by his club, right? Well, AC Milan had different plans under their new management. Despite Tonali's desire to stay and play for AC Milan for the long haul, the club bosses decided to sell him to Newcastle for a whopping 80 million euros. Reports suggest that Tonali even shed tears upon learning about the transfer. It's surprising because he's consistently proven to be one of the best players at AC Milan and his love for the club is undeniable. Selling him doesn't make sense, especially when considering his exceptional skills as one of the world's top central defensive midfielders. He still has many years left in his career and Milan should be holding on to a player of his calibre. Unfortunately, it seems that the move to Newcastle hasn't been finalised yet, but it's sorry to see Milan prioritising money over the contribution Tonali could continue to make to the team. As they say, money talks. But sometimes it's difficult to comprehend the decisions made solely for financial gain. Elsewhere, Inter Milan have reached an agreement on personal terms with Chelsea's veteran Cesar Aspilicueta. He's set to earn a net salary of €3.5 million Euros per season on a two-year contract. What makes this transfer a bit peculiar is that Aspilicueta, who served as Chelsea's captain, was often deployed as a right-back at Stamford Bridge. Inter already boasts a considerable depth in that position, with players like Dumfries, Darmian and Zanotti. Even if they intend to utilise Aspilicueta as a centre-back, they already possess exceptional talent in that area including De Vrij, Acerbi, Bastoni and Alessandro Fontanaros. It's a head-scratcher as to why Inter Milan is opting for Aspilicueta, given the existing options at their disposal. One can't help but wonder about the rationale behind this move and how it fits into the team's overall strategy. Similarly, the latest transfer news suggests that Benfica is edging closer to securing a free transfer agreement with Angel Di Maria, as reported by the Italian transfer specialist Fabrizio Romano. While it may appear to be a promising reunion for Di Maria as he nears the end of his career, this move doesn't quite seem like the right fit for Benfica. The club already boasts a strong contingent of wingers, with Rafa, Neres and Andrea Scheldorup leading the way. Given Benfica's tendency to focus on nurturing and exporting young talent to generate substantial fees in the transfer market, investing in a more youthful player would align better with its strategy. Another transfer has us feeling a little nutty. Connor Cody's potential move to Leicester. Just when we thought things couldn't get any more surprising, Leicester has set their sights on the defender from Wolves. The deal is said to be worth £7.5 million, with an extra £1 million thrown in if Leicester secures promotion. However, the question that lingers in our minds is why? Leicester already boasts a solid defensive lineup, with the likes of Valt Fies, Sutar, Vestergaard, and Johnny Evans holding down the four. With such defensive depth, one would expect the Foxes to focus their attention and resources on bolstering their attack. After all, a strong offence can be the key to success on the pitch. So why the decision to invest in yet another defender like Cody? While we were still wondering why Leicester wanted another defender, we heard some news that made us really worried. It seems like Jordan Pickford might be joining Manchester United, even if David De Gea stays. 
Pickford was an important player for Everton, helping them avoid getting relegated, but he has had some problems with being consistent in his performances for his club. Pickford is 29 years old, which isn't old for a goalkeeper. However, there are other goalkeepers out there who are younger and maybe even better. United could consider players like Unana, Bart Verbruggen or Diogo Costa. Well, it's confusing to think why United would choose Pickford instead of these younger and possibly more talented options. Lastly, Konrad Lima is set to join the German champions Bayern Munich on a free transfer this summer. Now, here's where it gets a bit confusing. Bayern already has quite a crowded midfield with players like Kimmich, Goretzka, Gravenberch and now Lima. They're also expecting Rafael Guerrero to join their ranks. Plus, Bayern is also on the hunt for a defensive midfielder in the market. So, it seems a bit strange to sign yet another player who primarily plays as a number 8, considering they already have three of them. Sure, Lima can also play as a right back, but with Maserawi feeling unhappy about his playing time, Tuchel might give the Moroccan player more opportunities in that position. So, in a nutshell, these transfers just don't make sense. From signing players in already crowded positions to overlooking better options, it's hard to understand the reasoning behind these moves. If you enjoyed this video, give it a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. Also, turn on the bell notification so that you never miss out on new content. We'll catch you in the next one. Bye.